Would you rather have mo money, mo problems, or no money, no problems? Bridgerton, season two. Let's chat. Welcome to the Center Cut, Center Chat. I am Michael. And I am Lady Whistledown's lover, David. Ooh, she has a lover. A love interest. No, I hate Penelope. That's gross. I'm like Colin. I'm like, oh, never in a million years would you ever catch me with Penelope. Gross. Well, we are here. And what is it that we're going to be talking about, David? Today, we're deciding if we would rather have money and have many dramas and problems or no money, but have life a little bit a little bit easier. Yeah, which is very fitting based on the society that we saw in season two of Bridgerton. Yes, exactly. And I think that falls in line with our first clarification, which is, are we going to be in Bridgerton land like that time frame? Because right now, like, mo money is also no problems, and no money is many problems. So are we saying, so 1800s or or now? Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I would basically say, like, for the sake of this conversation and this determination, like, we're talking like we are currently living at the time of the Bridgerton folk. Well, how about this, though? Our, the time in Bridgerton is a little weird in that, yes, it's 1800s, but they also get to dance to violin versions of Wrecking Ball. Or do I am I stuck with just like all Mozart all the time? No, let's just say that we're like in the Bridgerton universe. Okay, in the Bridgerton universe, you're telling me there's a chance that I may get to see Kate's pointy <laughs> nipple, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yes, yeah. I'm into it then. Now, mm-hmm. is there an exact demarcation for the amount of money we're talking? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, is the number $1 million, like, do we, if we have that, then we're considered the Mo Money? How do we decide that? I think like we have enough money to be included in the, all the weird lords and ladies shit that is happening in the Bridgerton world. But what is that? Like, is it liquid cash or is it just overall net worth? Is my 2006 Subaru Outback's value factored into my net worth? Or is it just like, oh, I have this amount of dollars in my coffer? No, your 2006 Subaru Outback is a negative on your, your assets. <laughs> it's considered a liability is what it is. In accounting terms, is a liability for sure. Okay, so it's you're probably right, but <laughs> but like, does my castle count? Do my possessions factor in, or is it just free money? Yeah, I don't know. I really, I guess we've never really talked about this in terms of Bridgerton. Is like, how rich are these fools? Like, I know they're rich, but like, what was rich back then? You know. Well, not only that, there's levels to it. Like. Yeah. What about the Featheringtons? Like, like we're not we're not Featheringtons. We're not selling books to try and scrape by. That's not happening. <laughs> That's what I do in my real life. Yeah. Well, you're poor. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the Featheringtons are still in the high society, though. They still have those demands. I think because they had money, and then the husband lost it, and then Laura, Lady Featherington has done a very good job of hiding the fact that they have no money. Okay. If the queen knew that they had no money, there's no f- fucking way there. She's inviting them to balls. No way. No, you're right. So, but then are we? It sounds like you're still thinking that we have to go off of some sort of static number. Then, like if the in in the example, like let's say the number, the barrier is one million dollars. If you have over that, you're in the high society. If you're under that, you don't. 
But what if I have like nine hundred ninety nine thousand ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents? Am I am I then in the no money bucket? And you're just like really good at schmoozing the queen. It's just like that's the inherent problem with the static number. But at the same time, yeah. I guess I guess I just don't know how else we could definitively say which bracket we're in for the money. I don't think the bracket really matters. I think it's just like, are we making enough money to be included in all of this hubbub gobbledygook or are we not? The amount really doesn't matter. It's like, are we an Eloise or are we a Theo? But I think that does matter, though, because I think it's like a seesaw. Like if you go to either end of the extremes, it sucks. Well, unless you're super rich, like like Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, like top 50 richest people in the world, then you can just tell everybody to fuck off and you don't you don't have as many problems. You pay to not have problems. Right. But I think there's levels to your richness. Like if you are the Featheringtons, you have one level of problems. But if you're like right underneath the queen, then you probably have more problems. No, I would I would agree with that. So that's why I think it matters how much money we have. I think it, it does. So what if we say that on the rich side, we are Bridgerton level rich? Okay. And then we have to determine kind of who on the low end we could use. We have fewer options because we don't really meet a lot of poor people in this in this show, to be honest. Well, there's there's that girl that Anthony likes in season one who's like an opera singer or whatever. Yes. So that's that's a big one. I, I think like the the ones that are semi in relationships with rich people but also are being told they can't be in relationships with rich people because they're poor yeah are definitely probably good examples so i would say either theo or or her whatever her name was i can't remember yeah the opera lady with the butt opera lady with the butt yeah because like the levels of poor you are matter too because depending on what your level of poorness are you don't have no problems like there are problems that you have i would agree i think that both of those people are poor enough where they are not included in any of the high society stuff and are looked down upon because of their so financial standing but are not poor enough where they're not able to like not put food on the table or like survive basic norms like pay their pay their rent and garbage like that in our terms i would say like like comfortable in terms of like not scraping by but they're like living paycheck to paycheck and not included as part of like the uh, these high society folk see i would argue that like that living pay to paycheck to paycheck is a problem where if you're poorer than that like if i'm legitimately homeless the boon for poverty there is that well, A, I don't have a full-time job, so there's literally 40 hours free right there that I can just do whatever I want. Like, there's some joy in that. Yeah. Like, I've heard plenty of homeless people who refuse to get help simply because they enjoy the freedoms of not having to follow the rules of a shelter or whatever. Like, if, if I want to read an old shampoo bottle in the moonlight and eat my can of beans at 2.30 behind the old Kmart, then let me, jerks. Like, society can't control me. And I think that's almost less problems than the person who's living paycheck to paycheck, in a way. Yeah. I could uh, I could understand where you're coming from on that. So we're homeless is what I'm saying. <laughs> so we're so we're homeless is what we're saying. We have not gotten any exposure to how those people live in the 1800s. Well, we know that they don't have a home. We know that they're free to do whatever they want within the walls of the castle as long as they're not seen. As long as they're not seen. And if you're seen, you probably die. Yeah, they probably have a horrible, horrible life die. and their bones are probably always bro- broken. They have to drag themselves along the concrete or cobblestones or whatever. But at least I can read the shampoo bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so so we want to, you know, would we rather be homeless and not be constrained by the societal norms that are forced upon everyone? 
or we would rather be Bridgerton level rich, but have to like only marry another rich person and have no free time. Like the queen doesn't give a shit what Theo does. Right. Like she doesn't give up two shits. Okay. I'm fine with that. Well, no matter if we're rich or poor, either way, we're going to have time for a center commercial right now. That's true. Right this minute. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens AG1. Ooh. I started taking AG1 because I wanted to see what the hype was about. Now I actually look forward to it each morning. So what's in this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens, whatever those are, to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. All the things. It tastes tropical and delicious. And if you know anything about me, you know I look good in sunglasses with sand between my toes and just a pile of tropical fruit covering my entire body so nobody can see me without a shirt. Tropical is kind of my everything, but it's lifestyle friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, or like me, everything all the time, including Entenmann's Danish, it fits your diet. AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing you could do every single day to take great care of yourself. Athletic Greens was created when the founder experienced a ton of gut health issues and ended up on a complicated supplement routine to recover. It cost him $100 a day. I would literally be homeless. When I had tummy troubles in the past, I just ate more candy. Didn't work. So kudos to them for creating the solution and now sharing it with the world. It costs you less than $3 a day easily cheaper than your cold brew habit. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. A cup of water. If normally unhealthy me can drink a gallon of water a day, you can drink one cup. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash emerging. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash emerging to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Now, David, when our listeners aren't drinking the powder, what should they be doing? They should be liking, rating, reviewing our show on all the things. Mm -hmm. And maybe they could also go and send us a message on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or new exclusive beep, 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 brand new breaking news TikTok. Wow, we're breaking it out. Yeah, TikTok, the underscore center underscore cut. Yes, go watch us on there. We're going to post stuff and it's going to be bad. We're also not planning on dancing anytime soon. Nope. But that's all we want from you ever. So bye. Yep. See ya. All right. So. We've done a lot of clarifying. I just, I, I think that nobody actually wants to do all the pomp and fancy networking party stuff. Like, if they did, then why are they always so infiltrated with drugs? Like, if you have to do a line of coke off the back of a toilet, I just don't think you're enjoying the things that you're doing. Agreed. I don't know that we saw anyone do a line of coke off the back of a toilet, but well, fine. But that's an exaggeration, but we saw the queen doing brown sugar stuff. Yeah, but she like got it brought to her on a silver platter and took it out of a little tiny cool container with a little little scoopy scoop and her her butler was like, "Here you go." 
Here's your hourly cocaine hit. My point still remains. If you have to supplement with things like that, then what you're doing in itself is not enjoyable to you. If it is, you wouldn't need to supplement. So you're saying that anyone who does drugs or drinks alcohol or anything like that or are doing it because they're unhappy with their current situation or life whatever it is like if i have to go watch my son's baseball game and if if i have to smoke a joint before i go watch it then i'm really not enjoying that baseball game why can't i just enjoy the game without supplementing maybe i enjoy the game but also enjoy getting a little buzz off you know but it, this i don't this isn't meant to be an anti-drug talk i'm just saying i just don't think people actually enjoy it like those stupid fundraising dinners are you kidding me like i have to pay money to sit at a table and drink little flutes of champagne and talk with people that are so fake they're probably just going to melt into a puddle if there was a fire nearby yeah but i mean that's that's just mainly a tax write-off though but that just doesn't sound enjoyable that sounds miserable see those those sound interesting to me interesting in what way i get to throw my money around and make everyone jealous of how amazing i am which is an enjoyable process (laughs) you're so bad you're so bad (laughs) so bad you know what it is when i'm ready to eat i just want to be able to sit in my own fatness and eat like, I don't want to be at a fundraising dinner and, and, like, I have to be tidy and shit, like, dabbing the sides of my mouth with a napkin, like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Fuck that. Like, I just want to eat a taco over a paper plate, and then I just fold that shit when I'm done so I can pour all the drop taco stuff into my mouth like I'm a walrus at the zoo. That's what I want. That's what I want. Paper plates are bad for the environment. You should stop that. But they're good for getting food into my mouth. I mean, so are, like, forks. <laughs> <laughs> So you've never eaten a taco over a paper plate and then funneled the garbage food into your mouth? I have. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. No, 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 no. I have eaten a taco over a paper plate before. I have not turned it into a little taco leftover slide and the, right into my belly. But you will next time you eat a taco over a paper plate. I'll never eat a taco over a paper plate again just to <laughs> avoid that situation. <laughs> Well, I'm I'm showing my poorness. Mm-hmm, you know what mm-hmm. it is? I, I, I don't want to climb the ladder. Like, I'm sick of climbing the ladder. I am now in the lower middle class, which is like five levels higher than I should be. And I'm content. Like, I'm never going to be upper middle class or upper class. It just, it's not for me. That whole thing where you just have to appease the head of the snake so you can move one milliliter higher. It's just fucking daunting. Like, that's not life. If that's your prerogative to, like, get even higher than fine. But you could also just, like, coast. Like, get up there and just coast. Do enough to not piss anybody off, not have to do so much that you increase your wealth by 1%. But I think that's what that's the whole point of this, the more money, more problems, is these people are doing that. They do believe that they have to do that. They do believe that they have to be, yes, ma'am, to the queen so they can improve their status and stature. Well, I think they're yes mamming the queen because if they don't, she will destroy their stature. Not that they want to improve it. Regardless, that's still the mo money mo problems that I'm talking about. It's still the mo problem. That is correct. So then I guess the question then becomes is having a bunch of money worth it to you to have to appease the queen or to attend all of this stuff? Yeah. Because I agree with you I want to eat when I want to eat. And if I have to go to some weird fundraiser thing or some ball and just wait for the food to arrive when I want it to arrive, that sucks. But is the food that I'm going to eat there like way, way, way better than the mac and cheese I was going to make at home? Probably. Fair. It's fair. I agree with you there. It kind of strikes a chord with fashion over function kind of idea of take the pain, but 
it's worth it because you look great. It's the same thing. It's like, I, you know, I'll have to, yeah, well, I have to wait until the food comes out. Yeah. Well, I have to attend this thing and like shake a few hands and like bow a few times. Probably. Will I have to maybe dance once with a pointy nippled woman? Probably. But is it worth being able to go home and sleep in my comfy bed afterwards and fuck some hot chick and also eat real good food and have real good clothes and be comfortable and it's it's a toss up. You're you're not making it sound like a toss up. You really hmm, fashion over function. I am so that hmm. <laughs> Here's a question: If you were homeless and you could take less showers, how would that make you feel? Oh, absolutely miserable. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Like eating moldy Wonder Bread because that's all I can afford. Oh no, but that's the one thing I admire about rich people. You're right; they just they smell good. I've never smelt a foul person with money. No, <laughs> some people that have a lot of money also don't give two shits about anything and do whatever the fuck they want, and some of them smell real bad. But for you, you don't like being dirty and smelling bad. Every rich person I've always smelled, they smell like like fancy aftershave and just the tears of all the people's heads that they stepped on to get where they are. I respect that. I've been really personally curious about how they achieve that, to be honest. Their good smell of aftershave? Yeah, it's like yeah. I, I'm like, not, you're right that like 99% of the rich people that you run into just smell wicked good and it's like all the time. It's like, are you just bathing in cologne in your car before you come in here? Or is it just like really expensive cologne is just like high enough quality that stays on your body forever? Uh, Yeah, it's unfathomable. And on the contrary, I once smelled a poor person so bad that it lingered for like five minutes. It was literally attached to my nose hairs and I wanted to die. Yeah, yeah, I've done that too. Last time we hung out. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I don't know. I just I don't want to have to bribe people to get my dumb child into a fancy school or whatever that actress did. What whatever her name is, you know, yeah. did that thing. I don't want to do that. I want to say Lori Laughlin. Is that correct? Maybe. That right? I don't I don't want oh. to do that. And I don't want people googling my net worth for funsies. It just seems like a lot of work. See, I don't hate that. Like if I make enough money to the point where someone needs to look up how much money I make, yeah, fuck you. Look at that number. I bet it's way bigger than yours. Wow, our theories about life are are vastly different, David. I mean, it's just like why why would people googling your net worth matter? Mind your business. Mind your own business. Mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to decide. I yeah, know what I'm, I mean, I, I was ready at the beginning. It's fine. All right. Would you rather have mo money, mo problems or no money, no problems? Mo no money. money. No money. I think that you're failing to really grasp the level of shittiness that the Bridgerton time would provide to you if you didn't have money. Like, I would suck. Like, there was nothing back then. Like, you're going to get, you know tax credits because you have low income and you're going to get like unemployment checks and stuff like that. Like you're really for reals going to have no money and it's going to be rough. And I think that that far outweighs any freedom that I might get from not having said money. I hear what you're saying, but my argument is that in 1815 or whatever the hell this was, early 1800s, my life is going to suck and I'm going to smell bad anyway whether I have money or I'm not having money. Almost all of our center chats just come down to whether or not you'd smell or not. (laughs) It's important to me, man. Yeah. Ideally, I'd have some money and some problems. 
I think that's the ideal <laughs> world. You'd be like just right on the cusp, right? Yeah. Enough money to maybe get invited to like a ball or two, depending on like who you know, but not enough to the point where like Lady Whistledown is writing about how our family like took a, a stinky shit this week and now our whole family's gonna die. <laughs> Somewhere in the middle would be nice. Yeah. Look at the fact that Burbrook almost, almost married Daphne. Just because she thought she had no other options. That fucking ugly, terrible person just had some money, so almost got married to a very attractive woman. Right. That sucks for her. That proves my point exactly. It sucks for Daphne. That sucks for her, but it was great for Burbrook. Is it, though? Isn't he, like, dead now and everyone hates him? I think he's not dead. He just, like, left, but... I yeah, mean, everyone hates him. Yeah, everyone okay. thinks he's would, a piece of shit. Like, yes, Burbrook okay. is probably a bad example. Thank you for making my point. No, thank you. Would, for making I'm my not point. making your point. It, the reason Burbrook had some issues is because he tried to force it with the diamond of the year instead of just like picking up a low level Featherington and just being <laughs> done with it. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I just I don't want to go to fancy parties. I don't want to have to go to Epstein's Island. I definitely don't want to be forced to donate to charities. Like, I just I want to do my own thing. And if that means I have to skip going to the doctors and drive a 2006 Subaru. So be it. You're right. You swayed me. Fuck charities. <laughs> Fuck those charities. I want to spend time with my family. And frankly, there's a lot of free shit out there. Like use your public library. Go for a walk in the forest. Kill a deer with your bare hands and eat it. Don't let money burden you. You don't need it. You know who gets to spend time with their family? The people who don't have to work at all. You know who doesn't get to spend time with their family? People who have to work 80 hours a week just to make ends meet and put food on the table for their five-month-old child. The Featheringtons have to spend all day getting dressed in weird dresses and then going to balls. Just as much time as the working class. So Every time we see them, they're together. And they're miserable. <laughs> but they're together. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We've made our decisions. We're not going to sway each other. That's true. We are done with Bridgerton for at least a, a for long, now. long while. But, Michael, my decision matters, but your d decision doesn't. But what we want to hear is how many people side with me, which is many, many people. So we want you to head over to our Instagram and vote on the story or comment on the, the main post about what you would want. More money, more problems or no money and no problems. Yes, Please. And what do we have coming up next, David? We are going to be covering The Cabin in the Woods, which I didn't realize was a Chris Hemsworth joint, which I'm very excited about. And we are going to be covering that with a friend from Instagram, at Art by Kendra. Yes, Kendra is an artist, and we're going to have a partyist. I bubbled that one, but we're uh, still going to do it. Are you trying to, to put, oh, there's an art in party. Mm -hmm. I get it. Yep. Nice. I mean, bad, but nice, I guess. Yep. We're going to be podcasting in the goods. All right. <laughs> I got nothing else. I hate you so much. <laughs> podcasting. The podcast in the goods should be our new show title. <laughs> Screw the setter cut. We're the podcast in the goods. Yep. That's us. And remember, our opinion, just like having boatloads of money when you also have a shit-ass personality, does not matter. Burbrook. Mm -hmm.